Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God from Matthew 25, from which we heard our gospel a few moments ago. Jesus said, Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. This is God's word. In our epistle from 1 Thessalonians 5, the Lord comes like a thief. In the gospel, the Lord comes like a bridegroom. Those two may seem to have nothing to do with the other, but they do. The coming of both requires preparation. And Jesus' parable of, it's often called the parable of the ten virgins, is a little hard for us to wrap our brains around because none of us have been to a wedding like this one. Where the bridegroom comes and virgins are waiting outside to meet him. And so culture has lost a little bit of this for us, but the message should be clear. When the bridegroom comes, be ready. Be prepared. Have enough oil to light your lamp. The parables of Jesus are also somewhat tricky, not just because they're rooted in culture, but because we often want to try to figure out what every aspect of the parable represents. The kingdom of heaven is like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Well, we are those who await our coming King, Jesus Christ, who is the bridegroom of his bride, the church. We are like those ten virgins. And yes, the picture is that we are pure, undefiled, unspoiled, washed and redeemed in the blood of the bridegroom, who is also the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So many images to wrap our brains around. But keep your lamp filled with oil. What does that even mean? What is that oil? What is the lamp that enlightens our darkness as we await the coming Christ, the bridegroom, to come to us at his return. Well, Christians throughout the centuries have proposed different interpretations for that oil in our lamps that we have as Christians. Works of charity, good works, mindfulness of the world around us, all sorts of different suggestions. But I think 
The answer is the most obvious one. King David said in Psalm 119, the great psalm, that if you find it in your Bible, it's the longest chapter in the Bible. 160 verses. Sorry, 172, I think. I forget. It's long. Psalm 119, verse 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Whether that is specifically what Jesus had in mind in his parable, the same holds true. Whether Jesus is talking about faith in our hearts is what prepares us for the bridegroom, that could be said to be true as well. And yet that faith in our hearts is that which is born of the word of God. The thing that prepares us for the coming Christ is the word. He is, after all, not just the one who comes like a thief in the night. He is not just the bridegroom. He is the word made flesh. He is God come in humanity. He is the word that lives and dwells among us and enlightens our path. In fact, he has also said, I am the light of the world. The bridegroom, the thief, the word, the light, he is Christ. The one who calls us to be prepared for his coming, like the wise virgins who have oil for their lamps, and yet because he is the word made flesh, he is not just the one for whom we prepare, he is the one who prepares us. The word that kills us, putting to death sin within us by means of his law. The word that makes alive by means of the gospel, that bestows on us life and salvation for all eternity. In the midst of the darkness, which St. Paul describes that time in which the thief will come when it seems as though all is darkness, we the people of God do not live in the darkness but instead look to the light. We look to the Word. Because to look to the Word is to look to Christ himself to be forgiven by the gospel that word proclaims to have sins removed as far as the east is from the west to be given and to hold fast to that promise of life forever that promise that Christ will come again as that bridegroom to bring us in to the wedding hall to the feast to be joined in fellowship with him Forever. The word is joined to bread and wine 
Fitting food for a wedding feast after all. In this word, Christ comes to us, but also by this word, Christ prepares us. Because prepared by that word, we will be ready to meet this Christ when he comes again in judgment on the last day. We cry out, Lord, come, prepare us. And he does so with the word that both pierces you and heals you. That both puts you to death with Christ on his cross, nailing your sin to the tree on which he hung. The word that also makes you alive. That says, because Christ lives, you shall live. Though it sounds simplistic, it is a simple truth that all we need to be prepared for the coming bridegroom is the bridegroom himself who comes in the words spoken to our ears and proclaimed upon our hearts and placed in our mouths at his table. Together as the church, we cry out, O Lord, come and prepare us that we would be ready like the five wise virgins when the bridegroom comes. And he who will come says to you, Dear Christian, I am already come. Here even now. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste the delightful food of his word by which he feeds you and prepares you for the great feast of all eternity where we, the church's bride, are gathered to be with him forevermore. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.